0: Hey everyone, just a quick word before we begin, Etc. the podcast is a production of the Regent College Student Association, but is not directly affiliated with or endorsed by Regent College. Similarly, the views expressed on Etc. the podcast are only those of the participants and do not reflect the views of Etc. or the Regent College Student Association. With that being said, let us thank you for joining us on today's episode, and let's get on to the show.
1: Sandra and Russell is going to spill the coffee again. No, not again. It was Dryden the first time, sorry. sorry.
0: Mm. Hello and welcome to Etc. the podcast. My name is Dryden Demchuk. I am here with my co-host.
2: Russell Dewitt Price, hello.
0: Hello, Russell. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. Yeah? The semester is off and running. Things are happening. Classes are going on. It's good to see all the people around campus. It's great.
0: It is great. We got new students. We got people coming back from out of town. Uh, I caught a cold, which is why I might sound a wee bit nasally today. Nice. I think I'm over it now. It was. God, I hope so. You trapped
2: me in a room with you. It was
0: kind of... (laughs) It was kind of a lame cold. It was um, like I woke up like three days ago and I was like, oh, my God, a little tickle in my throat. And then I had a tickle in my throat for the whole day, which is usually the first sign for me that I'm getting a cold. So I was like, oh, I'm I'm prepared to get a cold this week. And then the next day I woke up and I felt fine. Mm. I was like, "Okay, I guess it was nothing. And then that night my nose started feeling a wee bit stuffy. Mm. And then yesterday my nose was just like a little bit stuffy. All day. It wasn't enough that it was, like, crippling. It was just enough that it was a bit annoying. And then uh, this morning I woke up, and there's still, like, a little bit of something. Yeah. But it's barely anything.
2: Fascinating. The intro, the beginning part of our podcast has now become Dryden's health section. We just make sure that you're alive. You're together as a human being. And my
0: my tooth hasn't grown back yet. And your
2: tooth, (laughs) you're not not secretly a lizard? No. (laughs) I guess people normally do... Grow teeth back, to a point. Really, I don't know. No, they don't. Well, you have baby teeth, and then you have your adult teeth. I, we're theology students, we're I, not dentists. I had an,
0: I have an uncle who had, had to put a disclaimer an, about health. I have an uncle who had three sets of teeth. <laughs> oh, like he had two rounds of baby teeth. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any explanation for that.
2: My, we'll one up each other on our uncles. My uncle is born with his heart on the other side of his chest.
0: Really? Yeah are all of his organs switched or No,
2: just his heart. So, but he uh, he confirms to me that his heart is in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first, oh, that the first, I don't know where his heart is at. But his heart is on the on the right side of his body. So then, the incorrect side, the right side.
0: Yeah, no, I got yeah. I got gotcha, you. I totally got gotcha. you. But then what's like what's normally the, like what's on the right side of my chest?
2: I I don't know. Again, like, but we're not what's, like what's your lungs?
0: There. So then, like, is his heart just like crammed in with his lungs? Well, your lungs
2: are on both sides, so it's crammed in somewhere. Interesting. All your or- organs are just crammed in there. That's why your rib cage exists to protect all your organs.
0: So we got a guest in the studio with we us guest- today. <laughs> uh, we have our friend and classmate, fellow Regent student, RCSA member, Miss Sandra Park.
1: Hello. Woo! Woo!
0: Welcome to the show, Sandra. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I actually had a hard time keeping my... Like, trying not to laugh when yeah, you're talking.
0: Yeah, Russell uh, and I like, have that effect <laughs> on most of our guests. We're, we're pretty funny guys. <laughs> At least we think we are. Uh,
2: okay, sorry. I appreciate you just trying to like stay silent during the beginning like you're hiding in a closet. And then yeah, just, like, like, I have to
1: wait until they introduce me. So,
2: <laughs> Or you are like, why is there another voice? Who's happening? <laughs> Who's happening? Yeah. Steve
0: Steven didn't do that. He, he just didn't. jumped right in. I know, he just laugh. jumped right in and started laughing. And we were like, oh no, now we gotta introduce him. But, uh, so yeah. Sandra, you are uh, like we said, our region classmate and mm-hmm. you are also an RCSA member. Yes. Why don't you share a bit about your role with the RCSA?
1: Hmm. Okay. So I'm the international member at large mm-hmm. of RCSA, which basically um yeah, looks out. Looks out. For inter- does, do you say it like that? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Well, sorry, uh, international students, and then I don't know, maybe help the community to be more. Um, I don't know, together.
0: Yeah.
1: Cross culturally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right on. So, so you are yourself an international student.
1: Yes, I am.
0: So where have you come to Regent from? Take us, take us on a little tour of the crazy life story that yeah. is the park.
1: So um yeah I was born and raised in Spain and okay this is a podcast so you you won't be able to see my face but I don't look very Spanish. Let's okay. Say, because my parents are South Korean. Mm. So I was raised in a Korean household in Spain. And yeah I grew up there. I went to Korean church in Spain also. And then I've Traveled a lot and then I lived in other European countries before, but this is my first time living outside of Europe in North America. So, yeah, it's been quite a journey.
0: Yeah. I would say. And how long have you been in Canada now?
1: Now for one year. For one year?
0: Yeah. And what has generally been the, I know this is probably a huge question, hmm. but like generally speaking, what have been the ups and downs of adjusting to life in Canada?
1: Hmm. Like, I think the first thing that really shocked me was that everyone, everyone was so nice. Really? Like, That's good just, to
0: hear. Go, way to go. Way to go. Way wife. to go, everyone. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know when you, to,
1: <laughs> when you try to cross the street and the cars would stop like really far away. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like in Spain, it's not, I, I think in Europe generally, it doesn't go like that. Yeah. And if you, even before crossing, they would stop. Yeah. That doesn't happen in Spain. I don't drive like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If they haven't crossed yet, I can go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just go. not on the pavement. You That's know? Funny.
1: Yeah. And then, oh, yes. First time I was on the bus. People were getting off. Thank you. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who are they thanking? <laughs> what are they doing? What is this? So that was very shocking for yeah. me. And then, wow. People are thanking the bus drivers. Yeah. And all of that. So, yeah. I thought, oh, this is a very nice, kind polite place that was my first shock i think so nice people are so nice and then the second one was probably seeing so many asian people right coming from a place where there are not many asians Mm. i didn't know there would be many asians but i think when i actually got here and i was on campus it was really shocking and i could see my behavior was like i was behaving as if i was still in spain So that was a bit weird. And I'm still trying to get used to it. So, yeah, that's been very interesting. Um, What else? Oh, rule followers. Mm -hmm. My gosh, first time I tried to jaywalk. Yeah. Person standing next to me, are you jaywalking? Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I won't do that. I won't do that. So, um, yeah. Now I try to do it when there's no one. Yeah. Right.
2: I'm like okay, if nobody's show.
1: watching. I can do this, and I do. And yeah.
2: Awesome. But, oh, you um, mean like no one watching, like other pedestrians?
1: Yeah. If I see lots of people waiting yeah. for the lights, then I won't do it. Oh, fun. Because everyone's like waiting. So, um, how do you say it? So, yeah, until the last, you know, until you see the light turning yeah. white, right. they're just waiting there, hmm. even if there are no cars. And I'm like, I just want to go. Yeah. But I'll just wait with you guys.
2: See, I'm, you know. I'm like, I'm pro jaywalk because it's safer. Because typically, you as a pedestrian will look for cars. And if there's no cars, like you say, you thing. just go for it.
0: Yeah. But- is that like statistically proven that jaywalking is safer than.
2: I would say I would Uh I would make the argument that it is because it's
0: it's kind of like how the like they say like the Autobahn in Germany where there's no speed limit actually Mm. has like a lower rate of accidents from other highways Mm -hmm. because like apparently people like are paying more attention when they know they have to. Yes. Right.
2: Yeah. So I don't know if that's true or not. I mean the argument I'm making is that like you're not I've seen people cross like when there's no crossing and there's a car coming and then that person has slammed on the brakes. But if I'm going to just cross, then I am looking for cars. And so if there's no car to hit me, then I'm not gonna get hit by a car. Hmm. So therefore it's safer. Um that's the argument that I make. And I don't know. I whereas if you're crossing at a light, you're making you're trusting somebody in a car that they will stop. They're not mm-hmm. looking at their phone. They're not belting out Harry Styles yeah. lyrics. They're doing, you know, you, there's a level of trust, whereas the only person I need to trust when I'm making.
1: But see that that's also be, being very a very nice jaywalker.
2: A nice jaywalker.
1: Because in Spain, people trust that they they won't kill me. It's fine. <laughs> there's a car coming. I don't mind. I'll just cross, and people cross, and they really don't mind, mm. which is really funny. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Have you yeah. ever gotten a jaywalking ticket? No, I was. With Do my... they give tickets for oh, jaywalking? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, no. I, I mean,
0: we can get into. I've never gotten one, but we can get into thing.
2: like the the terrible history of why jaywalking tickets exist, which is. So I'm.
0: I we got I nothing but time.
1: Didn't
2: know that. So so jaywalking tickets exist partly because they're an extension of loitering tickets, which is basically a ticket that you can give for the existence of a human being. Really? So let's <laughs> say like a minority, okay. you want to ticket them because yeah. you are you're the foundation of your enterprise is racist. And so, if you, so normally like crosswalks and things didn't exist years and years ago. I don't know what the facts on that one are, but if you saw a minority crossing the street and you're like, hey, you know what? They need a ticket. You could write them a ticket for, oh my For goodness. crossing at, at an illegal crossing point. And so, the term jaywalking is not the most helpful or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't want to say PC. It's not a good term. It has uh, racist implications. Oh, really? Yeah. And wow. so, uh, so, so same with loitering. Why, why would you ticket someone for merely existing in a space unless it was a nefarious reason why you're ticketing them? And so it's the same with, with making an illegal crossing, with jaywalking, is that you're just ticketing someone because of the thing. And like I said, so anyway, so I was with my dad once. Wow. And um, where we used to live, it was easier for us to just run across the road and then we hmm. could go through the fence to our backyard instead of going up the street and over. Oh, okay. And so we ran across the road and the cops stopped. And then started yelling at my dad, and my dad started yelling back at the cops. And it was a great time. It was it was fun. And I was like, and then anyways, so that's making illegal crossings one Wow. <laughs> one. So.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I, I will say the place that I probably jaywalk more than any other place is right in front of Regent. <laughs> right here when I when I go across to Subway or to Staples or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: that that's yeah. I,
0: I I don't I don't know. That, that road is pure anarchy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't I don't like to jaywalk anywhere else just because I have my Canadian rule following embedded in me. <laughs> right, yeah. But but there, yeah, it's a free-for-all over there as far as I'm concerned. I don't know why. Yeah. See, so you, you yeah.
2: say your Canadian rule following embed, embedded into you. Yeah. Like when you said that the people here are nice, it surprises me. It makes me feel oh. good. But at the same time, I also don't feel like people are nice. But maybe I need to, we're I just, need to we're travel just, more. We're just used
0: to it, though. Yeah, and yeah. have
2: somebody – and then have, like, some – I don't know, some other, a different yeah. cultural experience. But I'd be like, oh,
0: okay. But the thing
1: is at first I thought, oh, this is great. Like mm-hmm. people are nice. But yeah. then, you know, after a few months I was like, oh yeah, they're nice. But they're also really hard to get to know them.
0: Yeah. Cause the, cause I've, I've heard that a lot from like, um, from people who come to Canada is they say like, yeah, people are nice on the surface, but it's yeah. very shallow. Yeah. Like it's a very like surface level niceness. It's not like a real hmm. authentic mm-hmm. kindness. Which, and I I think sometimes it can be almost passive-aggressive, like, in the, in this, like, when I'm walking through, through a grocery store, Hmm. and, like, someone bumps into me with their cart, like, I'll say sorry,
3: Hmm.
0: you know? I'm well aware that I'm not at fault in that situation. Right. And I feel like they're also aware that it was their fault.
1: Yeah.
0: But, like, I'll say sorry just because, like, that's what you do. But I feel like there's the implication there that it's like, oh, sorry, I got in the way of your (laughs) car. You know? Like, it's almost sarcastic sometimes. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Okay, I see. But. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, have there been... I mean, I'm assuming that there have been. Hmm. So, what have been some of the difficulties of adjusting to Canadian culture, other than your uh, desire to jaywalk?
1: I think linked to the rule following thing. When we got when I got here last year, it's like COVID was still like big thing. When in Spain, okay, we we didn't have any more lockdowns, and then, yeah, some restrictions were still there, but I think people felt they didn't feel like that would stop them from being with people, meeting their friends, and being close to each other. Whereas coming here, people are like, oh, we have to be careful, we yeah, have yeah. to keep our distance, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. And that, I think, made it even harder to <clears> um, <throat> get closer to people. And then also, like, Spain. You know, when you meet your friends, when you meet new people, you kiss twice on the cheek, and that, you know, do already you, opens up. Russell with... and
0: I do that every time we see each other. You really?
1: To... I've never seen that?
0: Right.
2: Well, <laughs> we do it. <them. laughs>
0: <laughs> what? No, we don't. I've never kissed. I mean, I would. I haven't.
1: Mm. So yeah, coming from that yeah culture to a culture where when you meet new people you cannot really yeah there's no physical contact on un- like maybe unless I unless except for um, shaking hands maybe <laughs> but that's the closest you can get yeah and then. Yeah, people here really value their personal space a lot, even like way more than in Spain. There's, mm-hmm. I don't think this personal space. In Spain.
0: I've I've heard I have friends who uh, who have done work in like the in like the uh, michio- mis, missiology. I can never say that word. You know, like you got the, it. like the, the missiology,
2: missionology, no, Mission- <laughs> missiology, <laughs> missiology. But, uh, that's a study of missiles
0: yeah study uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anywho. Uh, I have friends who have talked about how that's like a noted difference around the world between mm. colder climates and warmer climates. Yeah. yeah, is that in colder climates, people tend to have a much bigger sense of personal space. Yes. and it's like you can't get too close to yeah. me. Yeah. But in warmer climates, it's much like people are much more comfortable being mm. close and touching each other. Mm. but I don't know i've never I've never traveled to Scandinavia, but I've been told mm. that in Scandinavia that's like that's like even more extreme, where it's like mm. you do, you don't come within ten feet of me, you know. Like it's, I don't know. I've never been there. Which but is I've, funny. I've heard.
2: If I'm like, I'm cold, I'm okay with being yeah. with a group of people. Or if I'm hot, and I'm like, don't get near me. I'm sweaty, I'm that sticky. Is, yeah. Do not that is touch me for your own good. Don't touch me. I am gross. <laughs>
0: but. I feel like maybe it's like uh oh it's cold, so we're all like huddled in our own homes for one, yeah, you know, we're right, not yeah, we're not yeah. out and about okay, see mm-hmm. we're not out and about living life and yeah. in each other's yeah. business. It's like we just wanna stay home and shelter. Right. You know?
2: Hmm. Yeah, because I was thinking I was thinking of uh when I went to Edmonton for the World Cup qualifier and it was like minus twenty outside, There's was sitting in Commonwealth <laughs> Stadium and I was like, Get as many of these Canadians <laughs> on me as possible. We gotta stay warm out here. Cheer on our boys, but yeah. Whereas when I, I've been to like Mexico and you're like, don't, but I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah when you're more secluded, hmm. just generally, yeah. I, I don't go There seems to be more yeah. personal space in there. So. Yeah.
0: How was it adjusting to Canadian weather specifically? Oh, it's Vancouver been really weather. bad for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I realized after a year, I do think I have seasonal affective disorder. Oh, totally. Yeah. It rains so hard. Yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> it's like, my gosh, I... I mean, I lived in London before mm. and it rains, but I think it's a different kind of rain.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, I, I remember someone telling me last year at the beginning, even if it rains, try to just get out of your house. Otherwise,
3: right.
1: mm-hmm. you will keep inside all the time. And then, you know, depression yeah. and all of that, yeah. which I totally get now. Yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. cannot stay at home mm-hmm. just because it rains. Because yeah. you'll be at home. Almost every single day. Totally.
0: So, yeah. yeah. The, I don't know exactly what part of Spain you grew up in, but was snow a part of your life before coming to Canada?
1: No, it wasn't. So no. I come from Barcelona. Okay. I think during my lifetime there, maybe it snowed like three times, mm-hmm. or four times. So yeah, when it snowed in winter, it was really exciting. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. It snowed! <laughs> yeah. That was cool. That was cool.
0: Well, Sandra, we... Uh, Russell and I, on behalf of all of Canada, have all of Canada. asked ask
2: all 33 million people. <laughs> I think it's 36. We're moving up.
1: Okay, 36. Uh,
0: <laughs> we decided to uh, put together a little package to to welcome you to Canada. And oh. when I say little package, what I mean is we got you some snacks. So I'm yeah. gonna set the microphone on the table here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there we go. Um. Okay, Sandra. hmm Let's see Here's what this. you've got here. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, all the cables.
0: So I have two two Canadian snacks uh-huh. for you to try. Okay. And you can be honest. Like, I don't, we don't have any personal ties to these, you know. Okay. So like, you can be honest if you hate them, that's fine. This is
1: fine. not sponsored. This is not an ad. No, this okay. is not an ad.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna save my favorite for last. Mm-hmm. The first thing I'm going to make you try. Oh, this is my favorite. Uh, this is your favorite. Yeah. And okay. Really. I didn't know that, but I'm glad. I, I know mean, that
2: they're now. not my favorite out of all. Yeah. My favorite mm-hmm. would be
0: dill pickle. Okay. So, but. I did, see, next time. Next okay. time you're on the show, you'll try dill pickle. Okay. Um, today, we have Lay's ketchup <laughs> chips. So, ketchup uh. chips are a Canadian snack food. And I didn't actually know that this was unique to Canada mm. until recently. Like, yeah. I think it was only a couple years ago. Maybe that, you
1: thought the States also had this. Yeah. yeah.
0: I just thought this was normal. But mm. I, th- I think a couple years ago, one of my American friends was like, no, we don't have those in the States. Mm. Anywho. Okay. Um, okay. Let's try that. Let's we'll try first Because
1: we don't have in Spain.
0: And you have to eat this whole day. No, yeah, you've got
1: crust- a family size. Um, no. Okay.
0: Okay. Family oh sizes gosh, is They always are red. They are. They are. <laughs> of course they are. They're red like ketchup. Yeah. Like goodness. Okay. And definitely not. Oh, you just went for she it. She just went right for it. Oh. That doesn't look good.
2: Okay. Head in the hands immediately.
0: <laughs> I don't think she liked it.
1: Oh my gosh. Why do you make this?
0: Oh. So she didn't like it.
1: <laughs> this is so weird.
0: Talk really? us through it. Does it taste like ketchup to you?
1: Yeah, it does. Like a yeah. soury. Yeah. Taste. My gosh, this is so funny.
0: Man, I love a ketchup chip. I love those man.
2: Now I I will say I think okay. in the UK they have a brand similar to Lay's. This isn't the Walkers. most Canadian Walker. And yeah. they use the same logo.
1: It's the same. They have different names so, per country.
2: I think so. So mm. in Spain it's
1: Lay's. It okay. changes in the UK. Mm.
2: But, but so they're not the most Canadian. My favorite is Old Dutch. That's like Old Dutch? Old Dutch Old. are your favorite, really. Yeah, That's they got they got what is that? they've got a good like thickness of the chip and like, oh, I good, and I, the I flavor. Oh, I
0: think old Dutch are too thin. Oh, old Dutch! Really, really. these yeah. are too
2: thin. <laughs> We're gonna, dry, and I are gonna have our first fight here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, fun. Okay, this is funny. am I didn't like it, but I'm like, oh, I want to try another one. Right? It, it, Why? Song, yeah. What does? What do they have that? It's kind of addictive. I think
0: it's nicotine. They're just covered in nicotine. <laughs> When the... I
2: I hate salt and vinegar chips. Really? And mm. the first yeah, one... Yeah, me too. And one day in my house, I really wanted to eat some chips, and all we had was salt and vinegar chips, because my, my parents love salt and vinegar chips. And I was like, you know what? I'll give them a shot. And it was... I, like, ate the first one, and I was like, this is gross. But... Let's try another one. Mm -hmm. And then I realized it was the aftertaste that I hated. So if I just kept eating them, I would never get the aftertaste. (laughs) And then I hit the end of the bag and I was like, that was an awful experience. I'll never do that again. But Uh,
1: this is really funny. I'm just eating ketchup. It feels like I'm just eating
0: ketchup. It was potato. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I mean, (laughs) so when you
0: eat, when you eat, like, would, like, do you mind like French fries with ketchup on them? Like,
1: I'm actually not a ketchup person.
0: Okay, that's that's fair. Well, you're a person. You're made of, Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. See, Mm -hmm. the thing is, I'm not a big ketchup person Mm -hmm. either. Like, I would rather just eat french fries by themselves rather than put them in ketchup. Yeah. But, like, I really (laughs) like ketchup chips. I don't know.
1: Okay, it's like me hating butter, but I like butter cookies. You hate butter? Yeah. I don't put butter. In
2: Whoa, it. That's a hot okay. game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we really buried the lead yeah. here. We want to open with Sandra, the butter. Here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I've,
0: I've never, never met, met put... anybody who. Do you like puppies?
1: What's puppies?
0: <laughs> like a like, like a, small like a, dog, like a, like a small uh, like a baby dog.
1: Oh, puppies! Dogs. Yeah, I'm not. I mean. She hates
0: butter and puppies. <laughs> no,
1: I don't hate them. I just didn't grow up with, uh,
0: you know, Right. Because yeah. I... Okay. The reason I ask that is because I feel like butter is as universally loved as puppies.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. I
2: never... is really just realized continuously eating chips <laughs> yeah. not a good
0: podcast. You know what? I, like... can't, uh, I, I can't take those home because I'll definitely eat all of them. So <laughs> we can just leave those here in the RCSA office and... Okay,
1: uh... but I, I now I feel I have to ask you... Remember, in the summer, I asked, "How can I like Vancouver more?"
0: And yeah. you
1: said, "You have to try ketchup chips. <laughs> uh, what well, the, di- the 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 peel what dill pickle, dill pickle, dill pickle. Dill pickle yeah. and all dressed, all dressed."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
1: thought, "Why did it say you have to try these chips just so you can like Vancouver?"
2: <laughs> that doesn't, you know, I
1: agree. couldn't connect it. Yeah, so I'm like wondering, do, like, do you think this is a Canadian experience?
0: I, well, it's unique to Canada. Okay. Because it's unique. Alright. So, it's interesting because All Dressed is also a Canadian chip flavor uh-huh. And I've been told, I don't know this for a fact, but mm. legend has it that All Dressed chip flavour is a combination of salt and vinegar flavour with ketchup flavour. Oh
1: my gosh. So... They just put everything. Yes. Yeah, oh. So, so okay, if All you dressed. don't like salt... All and vinegar,
0: Dressed! Yeah. So if you don't like salt and vinegar or ketchup chips, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to like yeah, all-dressed.
1: I can see that.
0: But
2: I think there's other... Because I, I hate salt and vinegar, but I also love an all-dressed chip. But I think ah. it's because there's also... There's some, like, garlic and onion in that, in it. it's a lot. Really? There's a lot going on. They're They're, like... I don't know. I don't they know.
1: just put all the spices they had. In the, their, in the yeah, lab they just like emptied just...
2: the seasoning cabinet yeah. into there, and they're like, mm. "We have made a good decision." But they are moving into the United States. Russell, yeah. I need to stall for a second because okay. I need to blow my nose. Okay. Um. But, I I was thinking as because yeah, eating chips is not an <laughs> intri- oh, not an intrinsically <laughs> Vancouver thing. Yeah. Um. But it is. I don't know. Is it Canadian? I was mm-hmm. thinking I was thinking about like. Canadian food. What are mm. our like cultural foods? Are which there is basically like
1: poutine? Yeah,
2: chips? P- there are poutine chips. The, the The problem with with like poutine chips is that they just like it's not part of eating a poutine. Is like the the texture, the texture, huh. like, the oh, cheese, yeah. okay. the gravy, yeah, and all that. Yeah, whereas yeah. like it just tastes like eating. I don't know.
0: fake have you, have gravy you not, have you not had poutine yet? Oh no, yeah, I have. yeah, you have. Yeah, okay. What do you think? Like
1: right, what? Oh. I don't understand why you you would do that.
2: Really? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> why would you bastardize? I, yeah, way?
1: I'm like, <laughs> well, why? why? I mean, so much gravy?
0: i like, it's. I will say though, I will say, um, there's a world of difference. At least, again, I've been told. I've mm-hmm. never, but like poutine originates in Montreal. Like in, in, okay. like in like French Canada. Okay. So I've been told that there's a very large difference between like authentic poutine in Eastern Canada
1: compared to the ones we have here. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. I have to say the best poutine I've had here was a Spanish version. Really? Yeah. Okay. So there's this is food truck, mm-hmm. and they have oxtail tail poutine. Hmm. It's probably because of the meat that yeah. I really loved yeah. that poutine, but the gravy was also really nice. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So
0: anyway. uh, Sandra, we've got a second Canadian snack food here. Now this one, <laughs> okay. I said that I wasn't personally invested, mm-hmm. but I am a little bit personally invested in this one because Why? this was this is by far one of my favorite snack foods. It was I ate it all the time as a kid. Really, we always had it in my house when I was growing okay. up. Um, it's still to this day when I go back to visit my family. You have
1: it in the, pa- in it's the pantry. It's always in the
0: pantry. It's something that's very dear to my heart. Mm. And it is, it is, this is also a uniquely Canadian thing that I didn't really know was a uniquely Canadian thing until I was an adult.
2: Okay. But. But. I'm the complete opposite. I don't like You
1: don't like it. Okay. So you're safe
2: here. Whatever opinion you have, someone will back you up. Oh
1: my god, it's so orange. Oh my gosh.
0: Sandra. Yeah. These are Hawkins cheesies. What? Well, they're called. Oh, the, yeah, the brand is Hawkins, Hawkins, but the snack itself is called Cheetos. Okay.
1: Interesting. This is very interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: I would say they are like. Do you have Cheetos here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something similar to that. I think. People All to the ones that we have in Spain.
0: People often compare these to Cheetos. Hmm. Although, like Cheetos are like really light and puffy. Whereas these are harder and crunchy. Yeah,
2: you're right. That's why I don't like them. The te- the texture is weird oh, to me. I like the, the puffiness of a, of a Cheeto. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: See, I, I I like Cheetos and Cheezies. Mm. I like them both. Mm. But Cheezies to me are very nostalgic because mm. I associate them with my childhood. But Cheetos are just like another snack food that I also enjoy.
2: When when I would get, you get the little bags of these in your Halloween trick-or-treat mm. bag, I'd just huck them get him out of here. I think my mom really likes them, so I'd could i give them mm. to my mom but I just oh but also chips chips in your Halloween candy also was awful because it would just be buried under all the other candies and mm. so just be like smashed in all the yeah. well.
0: I'm gonna eat this whole bag.
1: You should.
2: You should. You've <laughs> earned it. Have <laughs> one. I'll have one. I'll have one for the pod.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs>
2: I like the flavor more mm. than a than a Cheeto, mm. Mm. but the texture. If it was that that fake cheese flavor <laughs> on on a Cheeto, mm. the puffy Cheeto, mm. money, but because they're saltier, and I just like things that are just absolutely plastered in salt. Mm. So, okay, um, yeah.
1: Do you think this is a very Canadian flavor, as in?
0: Cheese, yeah, like Canadians strong cheese. Don't you know? <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay. Y- did you know? I heard this from the Australians. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> 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 apparently, uh, the fact that Canadian cheddar cheese is yellow mm. is weird to non-Canadians.
1: What color are they supposed to? Is it well? Because
0: be... cheddar cheese is naturally white, right? But apparently, wow. we dye it yellow in North America.
1: So. When you say yellow, you mean the orange yellow, like mm-hmm. this, like this. Okay, yeah, like yeah. This. okay. Yeah. I mean in Spain we usually don't. You, we don't have cheddar cheese. Okay, that, maybe you can find it, but we usually have the more, either the Spanish cheese or mm-hmm. the more European. Yeah,
2: yeah, you have like good cheese.
1: Yes, <laughs> thank you. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, <laughs> God, we do we, have we a know. good
2: cheese. We know what cheese.
1: we are. We, we understand what we're doing. <laughs> um, I was so shocked at the cheese blocks. That They sell at the supermarket.
2: Oh,
0: yeah,
1: what is this?
0: Do you think you could eat like an entire one in one sitting? No, mm, I don't think I could either. I, I don't understand why
1: they sell bricks of cheese like that. Well, I, it, it, just, it just culturally like very yeah. different. How
0: that's, that's would different. it come in like a wheel?
1: Exactly, okay. yeah. The cheese we Eat in Spain, comes in, see yeah.
0: if if I saw somebody with a wheel of cheese in their house here, I'd be like, "Oh, this person's loaded." You know? like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would be like really expensive.
1: I yeah. mean, cheese, European cheese here is like very expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: it's equivalent of when people had like purple dyed clothing. Like, yeah. Whoa, this <laughs> is <Whoa. laughs> a cheese wheel. <laughs> Somebody's got some like parmesan and a wheel. Like, oh my god, <laughs> this guy's not worried about rent.
0: <laughs> I uh, I I did discover recently that my favorite type of cheese is a Wensleydale. What is that? Oh,
2: that's like from Wallace it's and Gromit. It's from Wallace right? and Gromit. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a yeah. that's all I that's
0: all I know. There's a is British that a, Okay. There's a British uh well it's it's claymation. So it's like animated but with clay. You know. Okay. You know, oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um it's a British series and it's called Wallace and Gromit. It's uh, about a a guy named Wallace okay. and his dog whose name is Gromit.
1: Maybe I've seen it but I I haven't watched and, it.
0: And I watched it.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, Uh, so, uh, I used to watch it when I was a kid and, uh, one of the, one of the tropes in the show Hmm. is that they really like cheese and crackers (laughs) Okay. and their favorite cheese is Wensleydale.
3: That's a brand.
0: It's no, it's like a, it's like a British type of cheese. I don't, I don't know exactly what Hmm. the story is with it, but, uh, as an adult, when I started buying my own groceries and was able to try my own cheeses, I, uh, at one point, splurged a little bit and Hmm. bought a nice block of Wensleydale cheese because I was like, I want to know what all the hype is from Hmm. Wallace and Gromit. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah? Quite liked it. Huh. It's like, it was, it's, to me, it's similar to cheddar, but it's, it's, it's a little more dry and crumbly. Hmm. And it's, uh, it's got this nice, like, sweetness, but it's kind of bitter, too. I don't know. I really liked it. Interesting.
2: Um, Tying our conversation from (laughs) food and international students, Uh I was thinking about Canada to me as a Canadian feels like a food. We don't have a food identity Mm. like a lot of other cultures and, Mm and countries do. And so, but our food identity becomes kind of the people that, make up canada and mm-hmm. so having a lot of immigrants or, or international yeah. students and that and so when you have like a potluck hmm. one of the the benefits is you have people that like their heritage is is from ukraine so hmm. they'll bring some like really excellent pierogies to their grandma's recipe okay for, whoa whoa or, whoa whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: okay whoa, you whoa, stop whoa, right whoa, there
1: what, okay what whoa, you stop
0: right there i'm gonna speak for all my fellow canadian ukrainians yeah whoa, what is that pierogi is a Polish word. Oh. Oh, The, really? the Ukrainian word is petahat, and I'm probably not pronouncing it right. I apologize to all the Ukrainians for listening <laughs> to this. But... Uh, <laughs> you try
2: to defend the Ukrainians and then you just end up being the enemy.
0: But, um, I mean, everyone knows what you're talking about right. when you say mm-hmm. pierogies. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but that's not that's not a Ukrainian word. But it's the same thing. As
1: but see, I, I didn't, know. when I saw, the, oh, like, these freezers at the supermarket full of pierogies, oh, I thought, is this brought, Canadian?
0: We should have brought pierogies. Oh yeah. Um, well, so if I can, just if I can speak mom. if I can if I can speak for for my my fellow Ukrainians, the interesting thing about Canadian immig- or Ukrainian immigration to mm-hmm. Canada is so like in the late nineteenth and early twentieth century, there was a huge influx of mm-hmm. Ukrainian immigrants to yeah. Canada, especially into the prairies, mm-hmm. so like Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. And so still, like, there's huge populations of people in the prairies that are descended from Ukrainian immigrants, of which I am one. And uh, the kind of interesting thing about it is that the the people who immigrated to Canada from what is now Ukraine didn't really recognize themselves as being of a similar culture Hmm. until they came to Canada— and they were like, oh, we have a lot of the same food and a lot oh. of the same practices. And and so a lot of, like, Canadian-Ukrainian culture is kind of its own thing that hmm. developed on yeah. its own yeah, apart from the Ukraine. Hmm. Or I shouldn't say the Ukraine. That's a very archaic term. Apart from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, like perahe or pierogies is a very Canadian thing. Hmm. I mean, it's it is still a Ukrainian thing. And I've never even been to Ukraine, so I don't want to speak out of place there. But uh, it is is—it is kind of a – it is a very Canadian hmm. food, even though it okay. originates from the Ukrainian yeah. immigrant okay. population in Canada. I'm not, yeah. um, I, but the funny thing, I remember reading on Wikipedia once about Canadian cuisine. It's a very short read because, <laughs> like, like Russell said, it's – um, and it showed a picture of, like, a plate of pierogies – with like bacon and eggs mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like and it said like pierogies form an essential part of many canadian breakfasts really? and i'm like i grew up in a ukrainian family and i never once yeah. had <laughs> for breakfast, yeah. but that just goes to show you how wikipedia works yeah. so uh but no if anyone's listening to this uh and and is curious to to get their pierogi game on go to the grocery store and look for a brand called Chimo, C-H- Chemo. C-H C H E E M O. Okay. It's a brand of frozen pierogies. Oh, those things are prime. Okay. And I even I had an elderly Ukrainian woman, like she she herself had immigrated to Canada from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. She told me that Chimo brand were by far the best pierogies oh. that you could find in any grocery store. So I have it on good authority. Okay. Mm. Anyway, anyway, we brought Sandra on to talk about her yes. experiences.
2: I mean, I yes. And so the, the thing, thing that, coffee, that I so. was trying to articulate before the pierogi <laughs> rant happened, um, is that, that because of the lack of, I don't know, food culture, mm. then there's this like opportunity for people that come to Canada to share their culture and be like, Hey, let's fix something for you. You've, you've you've taken over this part of the world, but let's, let's help you out. And that's something that's always been interesting. And then on, and on the other side of that, we have more opportunities for that are indigenous kitchens and that, and restaurants are opening up. And so Hmm. it's all the people that originally resided Hmm. in this land that we took it from, they can share their culture. And that's something that I, that I appreciate about Canada and, and Hmm. kind of that, Food is, is obviously, this is not a hot take at all, but food mm. is that thing that, that unites people. But yet, yeah, also divides us a lot as we share our yeah. our weird chip flavors with you. And you're like, no go. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: Sandra, uh, to turn the conversation back to you, uh, is there a food from home that you really miss? I'm sure there's several, but yeah. like, what are some that come to mind?
1: I mean, obviously, my mom's food. Yeah. She mainly cooked Korean food, but, um, yeah. And then I really miss just going to the bar and having tapas mm. and a beer and just hang out with friends. Yeah. Just freely. I don't know. I, there's this, this is ho- whole culture of um, terrazas. So outside, okay, here you call it outdoor sitting or... Patio, patio, yeah, patio vibes, yeah.
0: pa- <laughs> vibing and vaping is what we is what we say.
1: But it's very typical in Spain to have a bar with outdoor sitting, so yeah. it's it's a very casual thing to just yeah. go there and you know, yeah. hang out, eat something, drink, yeah, beer,
0: and yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, that, probably, that's the thing I miss. I it's think. probably easier to do it there when it's not raining all the time. Exactly. Yeah.
1: exactly. And then you have those like in every neighborhood, in every street, in every block you mm. have. It's yeah, it's everywhere. So.
0: So <laughs> what uh, are some things that the average uh, like? So think about like Russell and I, mm-hmm. two good Canadian boys <laughs> come in a regent never experienced the world beyond Canada's borders. Hmm. What are some things that we can do to make the experience of the international students better and to make their transition to Canada easier?
1: Oh, we're jumping from the food conversation, right? This is yeah, not- we're moving we are. on. Okay, I, mean, I, you, I can talk okay. about
0: food all day. Okay. Like, if, like If you want to make this about food again, sure. But just no.
1: generally speaking. Um, I think, you know, linked to what I said before... A part of it's it's hard to get to know people and mm-hmm. uh, yeah I was talking to a Malaysian friend who just um, finished his MDiv last May and he was also telling me he's been uh, working at this church and he was telling me yeah you think you um, got through this door with this person you open the door and you're like oh no mm-hmm. I, I think I know this person and then you find another door mm-hmm. and then you work hard to get through that door and then you find another door and you know it's mm-hmm. it's hard and Yeah, I think we share the common feeling of, oh, we really have to keep trying all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think at some point we get tired. And yeah, um, I was telling someone else yesterday, I think until now, except for one person slash family, the people who have ever come to me to, oh, let's have coffee together or let's have lunch together or Mm. whatever, It's been mainly Asian people, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I really appreciate that. But now I'm thinking, oh, it really takes a lot of effort for us to go to the North American friends. Mm -hmm. Because I have, except for this one family, I have never, um, I tried, but it was a bit hard. I'm still trying. The response is not because of the personal space and all of that, I think. Mm you know, the response is not as immediate as with other, like, international students or Asian students. So, I think, and it's not that, you know, we want to be friends with everyone, but also I think international students, especially Asian students, we share some insecurities Mm -hmm. as in, oh, getting, you know, putting ourselves out there and not knowing how they will react, how they will respond. But, you know, we want to be friends with everyone. It's you might think you know it might look like oh asian people only hang out with asian people but it's not like that Mm. it's we want to be friends with everyone but it's i think it's harder for us Mm. and and yeah maybe yeah if the north american students were able to just extend that invitation and that um yeah oh let's have coffee i think that will really open up new friendships Mm -hmm. that haven't been able to open up yet. Um, Yeah. I think that would be a big thing.
0: I think that's actually, I think that's actually very valuable. Um, And I think, I think what you're saying is very true that like, it's easy to kind of have this stereotype of like, Oh, the international students just hang out themselves. But uh, I I think what you're saying is very valid in the Mm -hmm. sense that like, you know, maybe it's easy to have that stereotype, but at the same time, it's not like we put a lot of effort in yeah. to break that barrier, right? Mm-hmm. So, no, I I, th- I, think that's very good. Um, I think that's very solid insight and, for all of us.
1: Like also, uh, in my case, yeah, I look Asian, but then... And I was raised in a Korean household, mm-hmm. but I'm still very Spanish culturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so I have my ways of relating to people that I find maybe doesn't always work mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... Yeah, maybe I'm too self-conscious, but I, sometimes I think, oh, people might think I'm so weird because I'm mm. trying to be this person, but then in my mind, I'm trying to say this joke, but then, oh, I cannot translate this joke from Spanish to English, and mm. then it will sound weird, and then and then I become weird, and then I can only say, hi, how are you? That's the only thing I can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So w- one challenge we have also international students is that we all, yeah, we understand English, we speak English, but then we don't speak the cult- the culture mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's so i think it makes it even harder like we don't want to be weird but we want to be friends mm-hmm. and it's like yeah i i find it very hard personally to break that um cultural barrier let's say without being weird mm-hmm. so yeah i sometimes think oh if we had more space for all of us to express ourselves in our own ways without being seen as, oh, he or she is being so weird. What's wrong with Mm. he or she? Oh, no, they're trying their own way, but, you know, just give them a little bit of time. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think about the, the difficulty of, like, um, how do I want to articulate this? The the sharing of experience or the understanding of experience. Yes. So like like when I first met Dryden hmm. and he was like, I'm from Edmonton. You you talked about like the opening of doors. Yeah. And he says, Oh, I'm from Edmonton, and I'm from Edmonton. Hmm. Immediately, those first ten doors yeah. are <laughs> busted wide open. There's there's a world of experience that Dryden and I share. Yes. And even looking over at somebody who could be from from Ontario, mm-hmm. I might we don't share the same experiences, hmm. but I, but we're both from Canada Hmm. and so being I'm going to use a sports analogy being on on home turf Hmm. if there's people that I I don't get along with or I don't want to put the effort in Hmm. of like opening those doors Mm -hmm. because I'm Canadian I'm in Canada I Hmm. have 36 million people (laughs) to to share that experience whereas if you're an international student Hmm. you're not the, my words are going to sound really harsh. You're not a Canadian, duh. Yeah, In, and you're you're not you're you're not on a home turf. So, you're, yeah, if you're now the one that has to, and it shouldn't be this way, but you're now the one that has to instigate those hmm. conversations, and it's it's the onus is on you to have hmm. to break down the doors, and that, like you're saying, that that's hard. Yeah, because you you don't have the energy to do that with all the people, but at the yeah. same time you want to make exactly. friends. Exactly. And so you're like, yeah. cool, now I have to put all the work. Whereas you look at over these other people and they're just like, they just suddenly get along. What's yeah. going on with that? That's not fair. Whereas if, you know, you you drop me over in Spain, I'd be like, <laughs> uh, all right. But I mean, I see a bunch of people with like Barcelona jerseys and we'd immediately be fighting with each other and we'd have a good <laughs> time. But, uh, but that's, but yeah. you know, I'm, it would, to, you'd be like, Russell, now you get to do the work and I'd be hmm. like, oh no. Yeah. So I think, Having, yeah, like you said, having that understanding of like, we want to be friends. We just, mm. we have to, both of us together, yeah, we need exactly. to get through the, the awkwardness. And it's like, not like...
1: And I have to say, when I came, the first time I came here, I thought, and, I, and I've told a few friends about this, I thought, oh, I don't want to be friends only with Asian people. I don't, you know, when I saw at orientation, there were a few Korean students, I thought, I'm not going to be friends with them. <laughs> you know, I want to be friends with everyone else and I don't wanna be seen only with Asian people, but the dynamics didn't go that way. And I just, you know, mm-hmm. as I said, Asian people, like Korean friends or um, like friends from Hong Kong, they would say, oh, come over for dinner, like very casually, let's have coffee, let's do this, do you wanna do this together? And you know, if, if after you try a few times with the North American friends, and if you when you see that it's really hard and you're not getting the response you were expecting, then you just go with the flow of, oh, you know, these other friends are being more inviting, more welcoming, and then you just, it's easier, yeah you know. And, of course, I also know that I have to fight against that comfort zone thing and not being always with Asian friends. But I also want to, you know, be friends with other people, but then as you said, Russell, to have the energy mm-hmm. <laughs> to keep doing that all the time when the response is not as positive as it is with other international students. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, Sandra, I want to be respectful of your time here and uh, and uh, we should probably wrap things up, mm-hmm. but thank you very much for being on the show. No,
1: thank you thank for you having Thank you for trying our
0: snacks. Thank you for sharing a little <laughs> bit you. of your experience with us. Yeah. And thank you for the representation that you are giving to the whole international student body of Regent um, Russell, and I certainly appreciate it. I'm mm. sure, thank you uh, very much. appreciates it. So, thank you for being with us today.
1: Thanks, and I hope more international students will be invited as guests at the podcast. We would also okay. hope so. Yeah. We, thank yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you
0: for breaking breaking that ice yeah. for us and paving okay. uh, the way. But yes, yes, we would also like that. So, Great. thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you.